Well, 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 beautiful people, it is the new year. Thank you for joining us. We are the best damn wrestling podcast. Uh, let me introduce the crew to you. Uh, I have a man that is known for everything. Here at the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast, we call him Mr. Boots to Asses. The official grappler. The man. The myth, the legend. The one and only. Mr. Everything. Victor Andrews. Man, what an introduction. What can I say after that? <laughs> Uh, what's going on, fellas? Good to be back. Sorry for my absence last week, but we here. 2023, we're about to run some things. What's going on? Oh, man. Uh, glad to have you again in this new uh, era, Mr. Everything. Thank you for being here, sir. And we have the Sultan of Spices. Huh? They call him the pastry chef pimp. Poppy Kyla. You know what I'm saying? Uh, chef, showtime. What's happening? What's good with y'all? How you guys doing today? All right. We're blessed, brother. Blessed and highly favored, as the old folks would say. Uh, and next, we have the bosses, all bosses. Some people might call him the ultimate boss on any level. This man <laughs> is an entrepreneur a philanthropist, an event planner, a photographer, a videographer, and a world dominator, the genie <laughs> of the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast, the dawn of the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast, your boy LP is back in the building. What's going on, everybody? Happy New Year to all. Uh, and I'm your humble host, Brian Renegade. Thank you for joining us here at the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast. If you're watching us online, on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitch, thank you for watching us. If you're in Radio Land and you're listening to us on iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, or you can just simply say Alexa, play the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast and she will play us. Uh, you can listen to your boys and we got some banger of some episodes, man. Uh, our this is our 24th episode, so we're excited about this going into this new year. We have already had uh some some premier wrestlers on the podcast, we have some great subjects, and we have a great team here at the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast. And of course, we have a great show for you. Let me go around the room real quick and ask how everyone is doing. LP, how are you doing, sir? I'm doing pretty good, man. Can't complain. You know, I'm here, made it to a new year. Everything great. Awesome, awesome. Love to hear that, my brother. Chef Showtime, what's happening? I'm doing good, bro. Just relaxing, trying to get everything right. I know that's right. Uh, and let me go over to the wrestler of the best damn wrestling podcast, Mr. Everything. How are you, sir? Man, I'm walking the green mile, trying to get right with Jesus. Walking the green mile. Now I'm I'm good. I'm good. I got to um, get myself rested up. <laughs> get myself rested up for the uh, for the new year, man. I got a lot of shows coming up, a lot of booking. So I'm good. How you feeling? How, how are you doing? 
we don't, you always ask us how we doing. We never get a chance to ask you how you doing. How you doing? You know what? I, I feel pretty good, man. You know, uh, I'm in a better place than I was last year. You know, uh, I love life right now. It's a beautiful thing, man. I can't I can't be mad at it. I'm just excited for everything that this new year has to come. And uh, kings, we all manifest. So all of all our uh, personal goals and journeys, uh, fellas, it's going to be a wonderful year, man. I wish y'all much blessings and abundance in this new year. That's how we set things off. Super positive. You know what I'm saying? They call me Mr. Positive for a reason. Fellas, we got a banger of a show. Uh, first of all, it's a lot been going on in wrestling. I know you guys have been paying attention to everything that's been going on. Uh, I want to get your thoughts and feelings. And you know what we have to do? We have to go to school and we have to grade SmackDown. The last SmackDown of the year had a lot of great matches, man. Overall, I want to get your thoughts and feelings on how you thought the last show of the year did. Let me go to Mr. Everything. Uh, the, the last show of the year wasn't, wasn't too bad. Um, I expected John Cena to do more than what he did. You know, he did his five moves of doom, and that was pretty much it for John Cena. But the, the show overall wasn't bad. It definitely made up for, for Raw last week. Um, but I, I enjoyed it. I, I definitely enjoyed it. All right. And what grade did you give that, sir? Uh... I, I actually give that a, a really strong B, low, low A. Um, there were some really good banger matches up there. So there was a really high, high grade uh, show. Man, all right, all right. B, uh, what is it, uh, minus A kind of kind of range. All right, I dig it. Chef Showtime, what would you grade the last SmackDown of the year? I will have to give like a B minus. No, I dropped to a C plus. A C plus. Give me a C plus because how they boasted about John Cena being there. Like he like Mr. Everything said, he should have did way more than what he did. You know, way more. Oh man, we're gonna get into uh a little bit of John Cena later on. LP. What you think about SmackDown? Uh, I give it a C minus myself. It just didn't live up to to none of the hype. Uh, none of none of the story really progressed. John Cena really they could have saved John Cena for something else because I really I mean I'm pretty sure I brought eyes to the product, but he didn't really he didn't really do nothing. And then the whole I I don't like when they don't stay constant with the story. For the bloodline to lose, the bloodline should have jumped in there and beat the hell out of both of them at the end, and that would have made more sense. But for them to be like, oh, no, we were defeated, <laughs> like some old cartoons, like, <laughs> I'll get you next time, be running off like, like skeleton. <laughs> so it's like, come on now, they should have jumped in, and then they could have kept that story going. So I, it was that, that one and done performance by John Cena was, it was meh. All right, well, since you guys go ahead and mention it, man, let me go ahead and jump into it. The uh, the bloodline 
who had members Roman Reigns and Sami Zayn versus KO and John Cena. Ultimately, this let's get let's be honest with you. This is the first time that Roman Reigns had experienced even had a taste of a loss within three years. Uh, so KO and John Cena pulled out that win. Uh, John at the end of the match, John Cena hit Roman Reigns uh, with attitude adjustment, sending him out of the ring. Then Sami Zayn was left in the ring by himself. KO hit him with a stunner. One, two, three. Boom. KO and John Cena uh, have won the match and have pinned your tribal chief, Roman Reigns' team. Not your tribal chief, his team. Uh, he pinned Sami Zayn and got that win. What implications does that have, fellas? You know, that was kind of... It was kind of felt like it, it was thrown together uh, at the last minute. Um, it could have been better in a lot of different ways. I want to see what your thoughts on the John Cena and KO versus Roman Reigns and Sami Zayn match. What did you guys think about that? Let me go Chef Showtime. Frozen. Seems to be frozen. So okay, there he is. It was slow. <laughs> Chef, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I said it to me it was real slow. Okay. Well enough action. All right. Uh yeah, the I match was, you know, just a little slower, man. John Cena and Roman Reigns work a slower pace. You know. They work at slower pace in a lot of these matches. Mr. Everything, from a wrestling standpoint of it, man, how do you think uh, this match stood to be a, a headline match as it was? Uh, they were better off doing Solo and Sheamus for that spot. Because, uh, like I said, it didn't leave, it didn't live to the, to the height. You, know, you had all this talk about John Cena coming back and having a match, the only match in, in 2022 and uh you know wrestling every year for the last 20 years and he went in there and just did nothing like i really expected a lot more and then for kevin owens to mess up the five knuckle shuffle five knuckle shuffle <laughs> as many times you know took that thing and he forgot how to do it um yeah i i it, it just i mean i i expect john cena to move at a slow pace because he ain't been in the ring but right. I expect him to do more than just the five moves of doom, and that was it. Yeah, I agree with you, and I I, I do remember that spot where KO messed up the five knuckle shuffle. But I think we kind of forgave him because it's you know it's John Cena, you know what I'm saying. So you know let him live out his childhood dreams. KO has had a hell of a year getting to wrestle Stone Cold Steve Austin and John Cena in the same year. That I mean. Man, that's bucket list stuff for any wrestler. You know what I'm saying? Two, two of the greatest who ever done it. And KO was able to wrestle potentially their last matches. We don't know how long John Cena is going to be wrestling for. Uh, he's going to be probably doing it for a little bit. But, man, that's that's a bucket list stuff for you right there. Uh, LP, what did you think about Roman Reigns and Sami Zayn versus your boy KO and the great John Cena? Yeah, just like I said before, they uh, it, it was all right. I just I just really feel like they could have saved John Cena for something else if they're gonna use him 
Um, I really think they're gonna use them for WrestleMania for something because I I just don't see the Rock. I don't care how much people talk about it, how much people say they want to see it. I don't see the Rock. I don't see the Rock. Only reason why I think the Rock will come now is because the Rock is getting a lot of backlash because this whole I don't know if you guys keep up with this whole Black Adam thing and this whole DC thing. So a lot of people are not feeling the Rock right now. So the Rock could possibly come back because that'd be some good fan service for him. But I really think they're gonna. I think John Cena is gonna be the big star that returns or does something at uh, WrestleMania because I don't see nobody else list Goldberg. But like I said, I, <laughs> I kind of think it's gonna be John Cena at WrestleMania. Not wrestling Roman though. That's why I wanted somebody to solo or somebody to do something to Cena. That that could have set something up. But now I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, man. Overall, I thought it was a pretty decent match. Uh, but let's talk about the real star of that entire match for me was John Cena's ball spot. Did you see it? Did you see it? I saw it. It was shiny. Um, I was looking at it like, man, just let it go. Just let it. We don't have to come back as the same exact John Cena that we remember with the younger hairstyle, man. If you bald and just let it go, brother. It ain't that bad being bald. Tell them, there, people. Nah, it's not. But uh, <laughs> the thing is, with me, John Cena got enough money where he can get some expensive hair plugs, or you know, he easily can take care of that. If he he has the money, I know he does. So it's like, come on, dude. Like. <laughs> Hey, man. Like you see Shawn Michaels said, you know what? Let me go ahead and go bald. Triple H, let me go ahead and go bald. Yeah. It's a distinguished look. Uh, I think everyone knows. Chef, have you ever had a baldy? You've never had a baldy? Okay. Free your, free your mind, Chef. Free your mind. Come over to the bald side, brother. Uh, Mr. Everything, I, I think I've seen you with a baldy before. Mr. Everything, have you ever had a baldy? Man, when I was a kid, I ain't never had no body since then. Um, yeah, nah, I, I don't know. Why did you have a body as a kid, little Bill? <laughs> hey, <laughs> listen, listen. Look, look. We all had that grandmother or that mother that said, go get your hair cut and cut it all off because she didn't want to feel like dealing with your woolly hair behind every day trying to get you to comb it and brush it, right? So cut it all off and you have to deal with it. <laughs> oh man, you got the quick homer real quick. You know what I'm saying? John Cena, come over to the ball side, brother. It's 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 not that bad over here. You know what I'm saying? You can get a have a really distinguished look at the rock. The rock has embraced his baldness. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the way every you know, a lot of wrestlers have gone bald. Just embrace it, man. It's okay. It's okay. We ain't gonna judge you. But uh the ball spot, man, was was the talk of the town, Jack. You know what I'm saying? I just had to shine a little light on that body. You know what I'm saying? Just to represent for the Ball Brothers real quick. Uh, also, man, during SmackDown, we saw this interaction kicking off the show with Bray Wyatt and the LA Knight. I know we talked about it before. If we were going to be interested in this whole storyline. Uh, now, there is the introduction of this character, Uncle Howdy. And Uncle Howdy finally came out to the ring. We had our first almost glimpse of an in-ring representation of Uncle Howdy. I want to get your thoughts on the segment 
And who you guys think Uncle Howdy might be? Let me go LP. Uh, ah, I'm almost mentally checked out of the whole Bray Wyatt thing right now. Cause they did it. Um, they're boring me. I'm so, I'm sorry. I may be in a, uh, minority when it comes to that, but that slow, this slow burn, they're killing me. Like to have him come to the ring, do that. And then they cut straight to something else. Like, I, I just can't get with it. I'm just, I, I can't, they're, they kill me. I mean, I, I think it's Bo Dallas, but I kind of don't, I kind of want to think it's not Bo Dallas because everybody think it's Bo Dallas. And if they want to swerve everybody, because if not, it's not going to be a big reveal. Uh, if it is Bo Dallas, like everybody, like I told you, so it looked shape wise because Bo Dallas wasn't that tall. He he fits Bo Dallas' feel. Uh, Bo Dallas can impersonate his brother. I've seen him do that a bunch of times. So uh, I I don't know. I, I guess when when something exciting happens, you guys let me know and wake me up. And I <laughs> oh man, it's not that bad, man. You know. Uh... In, in the ring, Uncle Howdy, you thought they, they were, you thought Bray Wyatt and Uncle Howdy were about to jump the L.A. Knight. They stood side by side, and I'm like, oh, snap. L.A. Knight is about to get molly whopped as Mr. Everything was sick. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he did not, in fact. Uncle Howdy turned around. Uh, yeah, Uncle Howdy turned around. It hit Bray Wyatt uh, <laughs> with his move, man. And he did it so fluently and so fast. I was looking at it like, man, that was really good. So he must really have studied Bray's moves or he's very, really close to Bray because the way he hit it, that's the way that Bray hit it. Um, so I'm, uh, I'm, I'm interested to see who it really is. Mr. Everything, do you think they're dragging this storyline between L.A. Knight and Bray Wyatt and Uncle Howdy along too long? Uh, and when do you see this ending? Uh, yeah, I think we, we've already spoke about it, about it being too long. Uh, it is kind of coming to a head. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know where it's headed, though. You know what I mean? Like, we got the whole thing. We're going over to Alexa and, and her possession of it. Um... There's no no type of evidence of the Wyatt Six or whoever else is supposed to be in the whole group. We got all this attention on Uncle Howdy, and it's just getting confusing now. You know what I'm saying? Like, he attacked Bray Wyatt. We don't know where this is going to go. Uh, L.A. Knight looked, looked like it was a shoot with him. Like, he was like, I, I don't know what's going on. What, what, what was that all about? <laughs> so, is it as good acting, or that was just like, I don't know what's going on now. Like, I'm just here, so I don't get fined. So, uh, and then to think it's Bo Dallas. I don't think it's Bo Dallas anymore because Bo Dallas is actually taller than Bray Wyatt. Legit. Now, unless Bray Wyatt got some lifts in his shoes, um, Bo Dallas is taller than Bray Wyatt. So, I don't know exactly where this is going to go, who it is, but it's, it's, it's not interesting, but it's interesting at the same time to see what they're going to do next. Yeah, man. Uh, Chef, what do you think about this whole thing, brother? Uh, it's confusing me, too. <laughs> I've been waiting for Bray to come back to do some damage, and they've been making Bray look like a punk lately, and that's been making me upset, you know? Then this Uncle mm -hmm. Howdy thing. 
I really think is Bo Dallas. Yeah, you know, like he said, Bo Dallas is taller, but if you seen them boots Bray was wearing that day, there were some lifted boots, <laughs> some big boots. You know, I just I just wanted to hurry up so I could see Bray beat some people up. That's what I want to do. <laughs> yeah, I, I really want this to kind of go along. I'm with you guys. I, I, I'm kind of, it's kind of drawn out a little bit, and I want to see where it's going. But in the meantime, though, L.A. Knight is really establishing himself as a character. I hope you guys do see that. Um, he's really introducing the WWE universe. Who's not familiar with Bray, uh, excuse me, with L.A. Knight? Uh, he's really introducing the character, man, and. I really like this LA Knight character, man. And I, I really am interested to see how he interacts with other wrestlers on the roster because LA Knight can really talk. You know, it's not a lot of people who actually can be on to get on the microphone and really, you know, dominate on the microphone, dominate their opponents on the microphone. And LA Knight, yeah, is one of those guys. You know what I'm saying? I'm, <laughs> I, love, I love seeing LA Knight and I want to see more of what he does uh we have this mountain dew pitch black match at uh the royal rumble is it going to be a, a big match an interesting match we shall see i don't know what a pitch black match is uh pitch dark whatever it's called pitch black uh, i don't really know what it is i don't even think la knight or bray wyatt quite know what this match is but we will see at the Royal Rumble. Also, man, on SmackDown, we have uh, Solo Sokoa versus Sheamus. I want to go around the room real quick. Are you guys really impressed with Solo Sokoa? Because I love Solo Sokoa. Ever since he stepped on the scene in NXT till now, Solo has been dominant. And uh, if you guys haven't noticed, Solo Sokoa is undefeated right now. Uh, he hasn't really been pinned in the match. So that's pretty that's pretty impressive, man. I think he's the only one in WWE right now who is undefeated. Who hasn't had any any losses. Um obviously he you know he had to give back his title, the North American title. But Solo Sokoa is on the road, man, and I think he's he's really uh lining up to be a, a big player in 2023. Mr. Everything. What are your thoughts on Souls of Cola, man, and his performances uh, for the year of 2020? And how did you like the match between Souls of Cola and Sheamus on SmackDown? Man, I have not been disappointed with the Souls of Cola match yet. Uh, he is definitely showing himself to be a main event player. I look like legit. Like, I, I really feel like he's really holding up the, the name of Umaga. Um, representing Umaga very well. Uh, he's getting in there. He's holding his own. The match he had with uh, Elias was really good. Uh, there was a couple of spots in there. It was kind of iffy. But he is showing himself to be a very strong main event player with the short amount of time that he's been in wrestling. Like, as far as in-ring competition, he has not been in there for a very long time. So, for him to, to have the matches that he's having to go out there and show the skill and, and the talent that he has and the, the character that he is. Like, he's he, he's a street fighter. Like, there's no other way to put him. He, he really shows that that's who he is. There's no laughter. There's no joking around. Even when he do offset stuff, 
on um, like on TikTok, you know, they call it to him like solo, who's your favorite? Like, man, get out of my face. Like he lives up to that name. Like he's like a Ric Flair in the street game, and I and I love it. I enjoy it. I'm waiting to see exactly where they're gonna do what they're gonna do with solo um going forward. Uh, you know, once Rain, Roman Reigns is done, they're gonna need somebody to really stand strong individually in the bloodline or you know with the, the Usos um Annoy family, so I think Solo's going to be that man for a very long time. Yeah, I definitely agree with you on that. LP, are you impressed with Solo? Oh, yeah, I got Solo being the best wrestler in the bloodline right now. And I say right now, you know, we want to talk about history, it's a little different because we've been there the smallest amount of time, but you talk about like right now, I got Solo at the top, like he has definitely impressed me. These last couple of matches, you know me, you got to show and prove. And that dude, <laughs> that dude has really, like, the, and the way they writing him, again, to go back to that writing, the way the way they showed up in Raw, how he handled the security guards by himself at the start of it, like, yo, they're like, he needs a manager. If they ever get away from the bloodline, you may send me that manager. I was thinking that. It's I was thinking that Sammy would make a great manager for Solo, man. And um, I, I think when they do decide to disband the, the bloodline eventually, Sammy and Solo would make a great act, man, because Sammy would really freshen up Solo. Sammy is a top-tier talent, and I think Sammy might really surprise a lot of people this year. He surprised a lot of people last year and the year before, but I believe that this is one of Sammy's aims going to be one of his best years uh, moving forward, man. I think he has already cemented himself as a, as a top-tier player, and I'm excited to see where Sammy goes, man. Uh, give me Sammy Zayn versus Johnny Knoxville, too. I need to see it. I need to see it. <laughs> Sammy Zayn versus Johnny Knoxville, too. Make the mouse trap turn that man mic off. <laughs> turn turn, his, Make turn the his mouse mic off. even bigger. <laughs> oh man, Sammy was a joke when he had that. They made Sammy a joke character when he had that man. Now he's some serious. So please. <laughs> oh man, you got to give it to the man, brother. You got to give it to him. He is he is really uh, changing a lot of people's hearts and minds in the wrestling game. Sammy Zayn, I got you, brother. I've been rooting for Sammy Zayn for a long time. I ain't stopping now. Uh, you know, oh, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead, P. I, I was going to say, if you want to keep it 100, if Sammy never came into the picture, the bloodline wouldn't be here. The bloodline would be born by now. Because, like, once Roman, the whole Jimmy, the whole Jimmy J. Roman thing, once they ended, the bloodline didn't really have nothing going on. Sammy saved the bloodline, in my personal opinion. He made it more I don't not agree with you. <laughs> You know, I don't not agree with you on that. Uh, yeah, you you are completely right, man. I think he did really revitalize spirits. It was a period of time when we felt like the bloodline thing was kind of getting stale, man. And uh, we were looking at it like, ah, what are they going to do now? What are they going to do next? They just can't go around beating up people. They needed that comedic element. Uh, and, and they found that in Sami Zayn, man. And I think Sami is a great person to 
not only take pinfalls and make other wrestlers look strong and still be able to put over other wrestlers, but man, Sammy is the delight to watch. And I think he, a lot of people are really starting to appreciate Sammy for what he is because when Sammy is not on the television, it's a little bit dry, as I would say. I ain't gonna say boring. I'm just gonna say a little dry when Sammy is not around. Fellas, we had a great match in Ronda Rousey versus Raquel. And I know we've been critics of Ronda Rousey. We all love Ronda Rousey for what she's done and what she's accomplished. But we've been critical about her because we felt like she could have been a stronger champion. She could have leaned more into her wrestling, her mic skills. I wanted to see more from Ronda Rousey. She showed a little bit more on the microphone, but I don't know if she's really putting in the work, putting in the work of she's repping on her laurels of being the baddest woman on the planet. But Ronda Rousey versus Raquel was a great match and we spoke about before how you can have a uh if you put a good wrestler in there that knows how to lead matches then the match will be good whether the other opponent is not that good or not uh raquel led that match with ronda uh rousey do you guys agree with me on that mm-hmm. yep um yep raquel led that whole match man and the match was was a banger and with one arm Raquel was beating the hell out of Ronda. <laughs> um, at the end of the match, uh, Ronda Rousey ended up being the winner. But I will be remissed if I did not shout for joy. And LP, I'll see it on your face, but it's okay. And you guys know where I'm going. The queen is back in wrestling. And I am so happy to see it. The Queen Charlotte Flair came back to the WWE. Eight months gone, came back, ain't Mrs. Still. She mm. did not want to wait for this year for the Royal Rumble. She didn't want to wait for the next big event. She saw her on SmackDown and said, no, right after the Raquel match. No, Ronda, I want you tonight. Ronda's pride would not let her back down from this challenge. She challenged the queen. The queen, uh, the bell rung. The queen went for a spear. Ronda reversed the spear, which was a beautiful move. She reversed the spear into an armbar. And then Charlotte Flair rolled her up for the one, two, three. We now have a new women's champion in Queen Charlotte Flair. LP, I want you to express how excited you are that the queen is back and that she now has the belt. <laughs> Sir. Yeah, I, would, I wouldn't I would use excitement uh, as a word. I think you were probably the only person in the world who was excited about <laughs> so I back. What? Uh, I mean, they. I get why they did it, because Ronda is trash. Like, Ronda is <laughs> Like, he has nothing going on, and SmackDown definitely needed. They still need another star. Charlotte by herself is now what Charlotte gonna do? I'm assuming Ronda probably gonna be gone for a while. I don't, unless you jump right back up and ask for a rematch or whatever at uh, Royal Rumble. Um, I, I don't know. I, I didn't see it coming. I give them that. They surprised me with it, but was I like, oh my God, oh my God? No, because it's still bad writing. 
I don't like when nobody shows up. And get, <laughs> nobody shows up and get the belt like that. I just Charlotte Flair is a is a real life money in the bank. The money in the bank got turned into a person, and it became Charlotte Flair. She just showed up, <laughs> got a title shot, and Ronda, who her and Shayna Baszler been beating up people for months. Shayna Baszler, you? How did this? How would how would she lose? How would Shayna Baszler, whatever name, not be a factor? So it's like it's the stuff like that. I just uh, I'm sorry. Next, per, take take it to some take it to Chef Showtime because I know he was excited, but I, I just want <laughs> Chef Showtime. I know you share my excitement, sir. How were you excited uh, that the Queen is back in the ring? Al, I was I was I wasn't super excited, but I was I was happy she came back because that put more competition for the ladies to be going against. You know, I like her new little outfit. How she you know. She didn't come back like the old flair. She came back a new flair, you know. Uh, I enjoyed it, you know. But could yeah, but like you said, Shayna Baszler should have interfered with that match to make sure Ronda didn't lose. Shayna Baszler tried to warn Ronda. She tried to say, "Hey, what are you doing? You're the champion. You don't have to do this. You have nothing to prove." She should have listened to Shayna Baszler because she lost to the Queen. As I thought she would have. Um, and Ron, I mean, uh, excuse me, um, Charlotte picked her timing perfectly, man. Perfectly. You have a dominant competitor like Raquel uh, Rodriguez. Dominate Ronda the whole match and then come at the end of it when she's exhausted and roll her up for the win. That was great for me. I'm excited to see the queen back. Uh, I'm not sure if she's going to be a baby face uh, or heel character, but it seems to me that she's in the baby face realm right now. She's smiling and then she's happy. She's newly married. Uh, and so I'm, I'm excited to see that now 14 time women's world champion charlotte flair do her thing and i think she, that she mentioned that she is going for 16 she's trying to beat her daddy's record and i want to see her do it uh because she's the queen yeah like that's the thing to do you're in the woman's division they give you the title she can get she can get 45 championships before she retires stop <laughs> And if he does, that would mean that Charlotte Flair is greater than their daddy. That's what that means. Uh, Mr. Everything, let me know how you feel about the queen being back on the product. Uh, I like her new music. That's, that's, all, that's all I got. <laughs> that's, that's literally all. That's all I got. I mean, because like like LP says, she's a walking money in the bank. How you come in, get a title shot? Now, granted, I'm glad that Ronda Rousey no longer has the championship. And I feel like this is going to set up for Charlotte Flair and Shayna Baszler. I, I, like I said before, I feel like Ronda Rousey's reign was to bring out a stronger character for Shayna Baszler. And now you have Instead of having Shayna Baszler going against Ronda Rousey, now you have Shayna Baszler and Charlotte Flair, which would be good if they do it right. But the question is, are they going to do it right? So that remains to be seen. Mm, the question is out there, and it has uh, yet to be remain seen, sir. Um, I 
I want to see Charlotte have a lengthy reign. I want to see some new interactions and some new matches with Charlotte. I think Charlotte makes everybody better in the ring, who she's with. And the queen just carries it with so so much grace and 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 panache and and LP, I know you're looking at me, but it's okay. You know, the queen is back and you're happy to see us. I hope you did not want I hope you get to meet Charlotte Flair one day if you never had. You I will. I hope we get to interview her for this show. And I'm going to tell her how I bow down to the queen. And I'm going to tell her how a peasant, LP, has, has talked down on the queen on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But uh, welcome back, queen. Uh, I love to see you. Uh, LP just hating over there because uh, his favorite, uh, Liv Morgan, is not champion anymore. Everybody knows <laughs> don't try to don't try to sleep on Liv Morgan now. She was holding it down for you. <laughs> hey man, I I like I like the underdogs. You know what I'm saying? Liv Morgan was the ultimate underdog, even when she had the belt. You know what I mean? So moving on, because I know we don't want to talk about Liv to raw. <laughs> Listen. Best damn nation. Uh, we had a match on Monday night. We had Bianca Belair versus Alexa. The match was god off. I did not like it. It was a horrible match. It, the thing that I did like about the match, it, still, it told some storytelling at the end where Alexa was being visited by some out Uncle Howdy masks in the crowd. Uh, it distracted her, and then the little butterfly, or moth, popped up on the screen, and then Alexa lost her, lost her marbles, and she just attacked the referee, disqualifying herself. Uh, and then she viciously attacked Bianca Belair, uh, stomping her face and, and, and pushing her into the steps. Uh, Bianca has blood trickling all the way down, um, and then the EMTs had to come out and cart uh, Alexa out along with her husband Montez Ford I think the ending was really good but the execution of the match was not that good fellas I want to get your thoughts on the Bianca Belair versus Alexa match on Raw let me go LP uh, I think my favorite part of that match I don't know if you guys saw it was trending on Twitter a couple of times where they they showed a scene from Scary Movie and they were going to be like this is Alexa Versus uh, Bianca, and it was a scene on Scary Movie when uh, I'm thinking of black girl name when she had the ghost with her one hand and she was winding up the, the fist and then she punched him. And they actually mm -hmm. did the match, and I, I I know they saw that stuff on Twitter. I don't know if you guys saw it, but I know they saw it. I thought it was funny that they recreated it in the match. But uh, having seeing Ronda versus Bianca just really shows you that. Not Rhonda. Did I say Rhonda? You did <laughs> say Rhonda. I was about to say, when did that happen? But yeah, having uh, Bianca and Alexa, yeah. Yeah, seeing Alexa against Bianca just really shows, like, she can't beat Bianca, like, realistically. Like, she can't beat her realistically. Like, if, I don't care what demons, what powers, what they do, but if they write it and she beats her for that belt, it's straight bull crap. Like, like a little squirrel, even when she jumped on a referee, she looked like a little squirrel that just got <laughs> ratty. Like, there's no way Bianca. Oh, I'm thinking it. 
So I don't, I, I don't know where this is going. I don't know where this is going either. Kind of like we said earlier, it's like a lot of stuff going on. There's like, where is it headed? And ah, yeah, yeah but uh, the match itself was trash, but I don't know if Bianca took a blood pill or she accidentally just happened to be bleeding. Yeah. Uh, look, I was like, where did that blood come from? Yeah. And that what part of her face did she get? Yeah, look, it looked kind of fake to me, personally, because it was it was perfect. It was a perfect it was a blood capsule. Yeah, yeah, and it never moved. It never, never, it never, never dripped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Bianca, Bianca's not the best actress uh, either when it comes to that part because she was not selling it well to me. Even when Montez Four came out, that they was just she had like she had like she had been beat to death. Like like, come on, girl. It won that yeah. series. <laughs> Montez sold it. Even in his match, man, uh, when we saw uh, the bloodline come and pretty much take over Raw, um, there ended up being separate matches. One of them being Solo Sokoa versus Elias in Music City Street Fight, which uh, was a very entertaining match. Um, they had one of the, the singers uh, for the Royal Rumble come in and interact into the match, and he hit Solo Sokoa with um, a guitar in, in the match, and Solo ended up still winning that match. But we also saw um, Sami Zayn and, and the Usos uh, I don't know what that was, but we also saw Sami Zayn and the Usos uh, fight on Monday Night Raw. Uh, where they ended up pulling off the win. Um, but the bloodline, man, is, is all over the place. And they, they are <laughs> they are still taking over things, man. Uh, but Montez Ford and Angelo Dawkins, along with um, their partner, uh, I can't believe, I can't remember who their partner was. Who, who's their partner? Help me out real quick. Um, it was the Street Profits and KEO. Hell yeah. Street Profits and KO, yeah. Uh, Montez Ford was out of it, man. Most of the match, and I was like, "Man, what's going on with Terrence?" But he was thinking about his wife at the time and the way he sold it, man. Was I don't know if he was selling it, or I don't know if that was really something to it, man. But he was out of it until Kevin Owens smacked the shit out of him, and then he just kind of woke up and just started going on a tirade in the ring and uh, really looking like the star that he really is, man. I can't wait to see what they do with Montez Ford this year. Montez is a star, man. He's funny. He can carry. I think he has a little bit of the rock in him. Um, and he's bigger. He's a lot bigger now. And he can be a real player on the roster, man. Um, I want to see what Montez does. But uh, going back to the Bianca Belair versus Alexa match, I think it is really setting up Alexa to be a star and to be a part of Bray Wyatt's stable. Um, Bianca, I'm not sure where it goes with Bianca from now or who Bianca's opponent might be because I know Bianca is probably going to hold that belt uh, through the Royal Rumble up into WrestleMania. So I, I, I'm excited to see who her opponent will be and if it will be a groundbreaking match. Uh, but this new Alexa, man, let's see where that goes. Are y'all excited to see this new Alexa character? Let me go, Mr. Everything. Um, Not really. <laughs> Not really. I mainly because I don't know, man. Because I don't know where where you can go with that. As far as Alexa goes, you know, you you got 
limited women right now that you're really utilizing on TV. And then you're going to go and take Alexa, align her with Bray Wyatt, and do what, really? Like, just be his little witch or manager or, or whatever. Like, it, you're not really utilizing nobody. I mean, we had uh, Nikki, Nikki Cross come back and become the, the insane Nikki Cross. And then after, <laughs> uh, uh, what was it, the, the war games, she's gone. Wait, like, where did you go? What, what happened? You got the, the women's tag champions. Where are they? they they're gone. Daily, she's gone. So I, I don't know. Um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not really excited. I, yeah, that's that's all I got. Uh, I'm not. Only thing I liked about the match was the fact that Montez still sold it. He sold it more than they did. So, um, yeah, that's 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 all I got, bro. Really, truthfully, sorry. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, I want to see. I really want to see where they go with some of these storylines. I think, like like we said before, the women are, have been carrying a lot of the uh, the Raws for sure. Have been carrying the Raws um, along with Seth Rollins. Um, Bianca has been has done a bang up job last year. Um, Alexa is kind of redefining who her character is and. I think Alexa does have some of the best character work uh, on the roster. I don't, you know, only person that would probably come close to Alexa's character work would be a Charlotte Flair. But she has the, the character of the queen, which is cemented. That's not going nowhere. Um, so we'll see where the uh, the Alexa storyline goes uh, and see who Bianca's next competitor will be. Um, but I, I like Bianca as a babyface champion, and you need a character like a Bianca to be able to carry the banner of your women's division. But fellas, speaking of somebody carrying a women's division, we have been waiting for the appearance of Sasha Banks. WWE and Sasha Banks could not come to grips with an agreement so Sasha Banks chose to take her talents overseas to Japan. And now Sasha Banks is a part of New Japan's women's division. Uh, this clip is courtesy of uh, New Japan. I want you guys to check out this new Sasha Banks. ことばはいりません。ああ。一気に使えた。これは一冊代わり。今回転させは頭から突き刺した感じですかね。このいいですね、ヒール。Oh, 
in New Japan and start up to make some more. Allow me to introduce myself. I'm the standard. The conversation, the blueprint, and the CEO of this woman's division. So Kyrie-san, enjoy your IWGP Women's Championship while you can, because that battle in the valley in San Jose, I'ma leave you bankrupt, bitch. And you can bank on money. You can bank on money. And then she had the crisscross jump, jump. She's not gonna make it. Jump. That's all I heard at the end. I don't know. I don't know what that grown is. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Is oh, that yeah. is it over? You brother, we are. Is it done? Blowing snap bubbles on. Forgive us, everybody in radio Man. for that disgustingness. <laughs> But uh, yeah, that, that, if that was not the most boring thing I've ever <laughs> seen Sasha Banks do, <laughs> man, what what, what was what what was First that? Of, yeah, go ahead and give her the WTF award. Go ahead and give it to her. <laughs> oh man, listen, I'm gonna got to explain, and I'm, I'm gonna do it for Mister Everything because he just gave. Sasha Bates a WTF war. But did you guys see that botched move that she tried to do? Um, it was absolutely horrible. Kyrie Zane uh, tried to sell it. Uh, it did not sell very well at all. Um, I did not like it. But this new Sasha Banks is back. Man, she got new hair. She got the same attitude. Uh, still same character. Um, she's now the CEO instead of the boss. Uh, and this new Sasha is back and she's ready to take on the world. Uh, but real quick, before before I'm going to go around the room and I'm going to show this press conference real quick. LP, what do you think about your girl Sasha Banks showing up in New Japan? Uh, I mean, it's good for her. I mean, they didn't want to pay her what she wanted. She, she got to keep working. I'm pretty sure they paying her pretty decent over there. She looked good in them boots, though. I swear to God, the way she's walking in, in, in them stiletto boots. <laughs> so uh, I, I think she eventually gonna come at WWE because they need her. I mean, I think they I think they want to prove they don't, but I think they have not proven that at all. I think they need her, um, but I think she'll become a better wrestler over there. Uh, just because a lot of wrestlers have you, know, you hear about the men going over there in New Japan, but you don't have a lot of the females go over there. I think most of the men that went over there are some of the best wrestlers who we have, the ones that wrestled over there in New Japan. So I think she's gonna get a lot better. And her stock, I think her stock is gonna go up. She's either gonna come at WWE or all elite will pay her what she wants. Uh, I think they got to get to that that threshold, man. But I believe they will pay us Sasha Banks what she wants because in uh, AEW, Sasha Banks will be a huge star, and she will probably be the only star on the roster other than Jade Cargill and uh, and your girl uh, Dr. Britt Baker, D M D. 
let's watch this uh this press conference real quick fellas and i want to get your thoughts on it all right How's it on? Good. I like this microphone better than the one out there. I am Mercedes Monet, and I am the CEO of New Japan and Stardom's women's division. And this is only just my first stop because I'm on a world domination tour. I know everybody is so jealous of Japan. You guys are so lucky to have me first, right? Are you guys happy that I'm here? Thank you. Thank you in the back. Does anybody have any questions? Because I'm about to take the IWGP Women's Championship and take all over Japan. Sagoi? Good. Hi. No, no questions? One opportunity and nobody has a question? You guys have been waiting for me for months. Tweeting about me, nonstop. I told you I am the conversation, and yet you guys don't want to have a conversation. Let's go, Japan. Come on, I have no time for you. Let's go. I'll ask a question. What's your After question? After the IWGP, what's next? <laughs> Great question. I mean, I'm here to make money. I'm about to make the yen go up, and then after that, I'll go collect the pesos. I'll collect the rubies, the gold, the dollars. We'll see who's next after New Japan. Other than fighting and the IWGP, is there any specific Joshi wrestler that you want to face from anywhere? I mean, besides the legends, Aja Kong, if Manami Toyota comes out of retirement, I'll put her back in retirement. I really like AZM, right? Um, I like Miyu. Um, there's so many. But first, I really want to get my hands on Kairi-san because we have a lot of history. And I know at Battle in the Valley in San Jose, February 18th, there you go. There it's you going go. to be the most greatest match in New Japan and stardom history. Oh, man. Fellas, I want to get your thoughts on the press conference from Mercedes Monet, Mr. Everything. What did you think about the press conference and some of the things that Mercedes Monet has to say? You mean Car Carmella Anthony? That's what, that's what you mean? <laughs> Man, it was that, hard to see a little bit of Carmella sticking there. That, huh? And then, yeah, that, is, is that who you mean, Carmella Anthony? Because that's not, that's not, yeah. And nobody cared. Nobody cares. Man. Nobody in there had a question for her. Nobody said anything to her. Like that one lady had a force of question out of her brain just to <laughs> ask a question. Like she's like, well, uh, uh, well, okay. Uh, I guess I'll ask a question. Like nobody cared. Nobody cared, and it's not going to be a really good. Um, I don't. I don't think this is going to be a really good move for Sasha. 
or Mercedes or whoever she wants to be tomorrow. Uh, I'm gonna call her Carmela until she gets her mind together. Because uh, that's exactly who she is right now. She's Carmela, and you know, Mela is money. And now Mon- Mon- Monet is money. Come on, come on now. Let's stop it. Let's stop it. Let's let's move on. Let's move. <laughs> I know. I mean, I mean, let those guys give their opinion. But yeah, this this is this is horrible. This is horrible, and and for her to go off on her own, quote unquote, I really don't think she's on her own. I think this is a WWE move to send her to other places and do some scouting. Because um, I want to say Kyrie's son is Kyrie Sane, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. So, uh, it's is is yeah. I'm I'm bored. I'm good. Man, Chef, are you excited to see the boss back in business? No, but um, the dude from Billy Madison said it the best. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. <laughs> At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone, <laughs> <laughs> he says the best. No, like I, I would have rather seen her come back to WWE. To give more, like they need more female wrestlers that can wrestle. New Japan's gonna, he like he missed everything said. I, she's scouting. That's it. She's working under the table. And Man, um, I I really think that uh, a, a female strong style will really benefit uh, Mercedes style. I mean, Sasha likes hard hitting matches, and she has some really great matches. Don't get me wrong. Uh, that finisher was horrible. I really think she needs to go back. I don't know if WWE owns that owns the rights to that finisher or the name of the finisher, but that was absolutely horrible in, in, in the execution of that. And if she has a bigger wrestler or a bigger fighter, she's not going to be able to do that. I'm be honest with you, she's not going to be able to hit that. The beautiful thing about the bank statement is she can hit it anywhere around anybody. Uh, so we'll see how this new move really tests out. But man, the new uh, Sasha or uh, Mercedes Monet, I think that she's poised to really hit a lot of different markets. And I can see her going down to AAA in Mexico and then showing up on AEW. But when she does show up on AEW, that pop will be insane. Because a star has arrived on the scene, and I do not see too many circumstances where uh, AEW does not do business uh, with New Japan. Uh, Mr. Everything, I step out for a second. But fellas, man, it's, uh, it's a lot been going on. Actually, I want to watch uh, another press conference, man, that just happened. Um, Will Ospreay had a uh, a very interesting uh, face-to-face. Let, let me just show it a little bit, but this is very interesting. Uh, here's our second press conference of the day. Uh, no, no, fucking listen to me. Don first of all, you can't, little cunt. Shut your fucking mouth. Listen to me now. You have no fucking idea. The mental state. You want to know my mental state, bruv? 
Meant to say, you like to, you got to sit in your house and then do maximum, what, three-hour drive to Florida. That's all you had to do during this. Mate, for us, for me, right, it's a 12-hour flight from England all the way, right? But guess what? That turned into a 15-and-a-half-hour flight. Why? Because there's a fucking war going on in Russia and in Ukraine. And then after that, I was carted around the fucking airport for four hours because I had to prove that I was negative for COVID, even though I had a fucking doctor's note saying that I didn't have it. Then that wasn't good enough. Then I had to stay 14 fucking days in a hotel no bigger than a broom cupboard, bruv. 14 days of your own fucking brain. And then you're allowed to go out and go wrestle for everyone in silence without seeing any fucking daylight for two weeks. The shows would fucking end at 9pm. Restaurants would close at 8, so you were starving off your fucking roster. But we kept fucking going. Listen to me. I don't understand and I don't know why anyone would want to watch clap crowd, clap crowd wrestling. I don't know anyone that wants to watch that, but people fucking turned up. So for that, I had to fight. And for you to fucking sit there and belittle me, you little cunt. How fucking dare you? You have not the slightest idea what I've gone through. My best friend fucking died. And I had to watch his funeral through a fucking iPad, bruv. How dare you sit there and belittle anything that I have fucking done to try and help. I get it. You're a big star. You're a fucking draw for this place. You have brought everyone, all the casual fans and all those Kenny Omega stands back to New Japan. Thank you so much. Because now they're going to watch you go down to me. The guy that's fucking stayed here. The guy that has given his fucking all to this place, mate. I listened to every fucking word that you told me four years ago. And I'm telling you now, I'm sorry for what happened to him. And I am sorry I took that away from you. But make no mistake about it. If you find yourself in that same position that he did, there isn't going to be a referee stopping me from caving your fucking head in, bruv. You would not belittle me on the grandest stage that I am on. This is my moment now. So you're either going to pass this torch or I am going to fucking take it from you. Man. Heated exchange right there uh, from Will Ospreay to Kenny Omega. Um, that was very interesting. First of all, I want to apologize for the language. We try to keep the show semi-clean. I know it says damn in the in the title, but we try to keep the show semi-clean. Uh, but what did you guys think about that interaction, man, between uh, Kenny Omega and Will Ospreay in the ring? LP. Uh, I mean, it was, it was interesting. I'm not a big fan of the press conferences with wrestling, but they, they selling it. I mean, it, it looked like a, they did like a UFC boxing kind of match. Um, I don't think it makes nobody want to see it who didn't already want to see it, but I think they did a good job on trying to spice it up a little bit because if you're a casual wrestling fan and you saw that, you might be like, okay, I got to see what's going on because this is going to be a good match. So right. I, think the marketing, I think the marketing in it was real good. Yeah, man. Uh, Chef Showtime, what did you think about the interaction between Will Ospreay and Kenny Omega? They gave it the UF, like a little UFC feel. It was, it was all right. It could have been. You know, I mean, he, like he went off into a little rent. <laughs> it was a little funny to me, but, it, you know, it was okay. It could have been better. Yeah, man. Um, 
I'm I'm not a, a big New Japan watcher. I don't uh, watch a lot of New Japan. I try to catch stuff every once in a while. But now that they have uh, a lot of crossovers uh, from AEW, man, and now that they have stars like uh, Sasha Banks or uh, Mercedes Monet, I, I think that'll be a little bit more eyes on the product and just to see what New Japan is all about. And it's a great way um, to really introduce new wrestlers onto the scene, both for AEW and for WWE moving forward in the future, man. Uh, but yeah, that was a very interesting exchange. Uh, big, big news. And uh, actually, Kenny Omega ended up winning that match. So if you guys haven't had an opportunity to check that out, uh, check out the Will Ospreay versus Kenny Omega match. Uh, also, check out the Shinsuke Nakamura versus the Great Muda. Man, that match was. Look, watching the Great Muda, you forget he's like 60 years old, man. Um, he reminds me of all the old school wrestlers, Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair, all the ones that come back that's all that can still go and and, and really fight the you know the younger generation. And I think he in a lot of ways passed the torch down to Shinsuke Nakamura. But right after that, uh, during the during another press conference, uh, he called uh, Shinsuke some names that I you know I don't want to repeat. Um, but he called him some some names that were unfavorable. Uh, maybe they're setting up something for later on uh, based off those names. I thought it was uh, he, he didn't have to do that. I think they could have did that a little bit. He could have did that a little bit more classy. Uh, but Shinsuke Nakamura versus uh, the Great Muda Man was an awesome match too. So if you haven't had the chance to check out, check out Wrestle Kingdom uh, 17, excuse me, uh, you guys make sure that you go and check that out one more thing that i have to get into all the buzz in the sports world it's <laughs> man ufc has has uh has taken taken some things and uh dana white man has had some some troubles lately uh and he's been in the news uh for a little altercation uh fellas let's go over to tmz and watch this clip uh, of Dana White talking about an altercation that he had this past week. I'm in, I'm in Cabo, Mexico, uh, you know, for the holidays with my family. And my wife and I were out Saturday night on New Year's Eve. And, you know, unfortunately, that's what happened. <laughs> I'm one of the guys, you know, you've heard me say for years, there's never, ever an excuse for a guy to put his hands on a woman. And now here I am on TMZ talking about it. But Man. Dana White is in some uh, some hot water, guys. Uh, we, we don't condone any of that, but I want to go around and, and get your thoughts on the whole Dana White thing. Uh, let me go, LP. 
Uh, I, I mean, unfortunately, that kind of stuff happens. Uh, if it happened publicly, so it'll be something that everybody's going to talk about. Um, some people are saying that she hit him first, and some people are saying there's never a reason to hit a woman, no matter what. So that debate will be going back and forth throughout this whole entire situation. Um, I know he said it never happened before, uh, which I think that's a lie, but <laughs> I'm pretty sure uh, I, I've been drinking. I've been under the influence, and I, I used to have a baby mama that can make me mad like nobody else in the world could. I'm talking about flames flying from my head, and I would never uh, put my hands on her. But like I said, she did hit him first, but I, I definitely think they have something going on previously, and it just happened to get caught on. Uh, get caught on camera. People are gonna be mad in the next couple of weeks, just like everything else. They're gonna let it. He'll he'll send some money here. He'll send some money there, and people will forget about it. Unfortunately, um, he's not gonna get canceled or none of that stuff because he's playing a white. If he was not, if he was somebody else, he'd be one of the UFC fighters. <laughs> they would be canceled right by now. Canceled everything. Contract canceled. All all sponsorships pulled. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, energy, definitely. the energy toward any let let John Jones or somebody else do it. The energy would have been different. So uh, he know he got money, so he'll 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 be all right in a couple months. Unfortunately, yeah, unfortunately, I hate to see that man, Dana White, uh, in that in that situation. Uh, Chef, what do you think about the whole Dana White situation? I know we just saw showed the video clips to the people that still jumping on, but uh, what do you think about? What happened uh, between Dana White and his wife? Uh, that that looked like this ha that happens daily or on the normal with the, I mean, because it wasn't like he hesitated. He swung quick, fast, in a hurry. Like leave me alone. Like they do it all the time. You know <laughs> I mean, but like he was saying, if it was a well fighter, they had to fire them, take their money, and they don't have no job. Like now. The people that they have, like now, that's like a right there should be a loss. Like they're gonna try to come up. I have a feeling they'll try to come up with some losses of the old rest, the old UFC fighters that got fired for beating on their girlfriends. Cause he just did it and you fired me, but you did it and you still have your job. You still have everything you have. You know? I I, I see where you're going with that, but wrong is wrong. You know what I'm saying? And if I already went to system, you know what I'm saying? You can't. Uh, you can't say nothing. He, he, I mean, being that type of figure that he is, and even if she did do that, you know, you just walk away because you got a lot more to lose than she does. You know what I'm saying? You got a lot more to lose, literally. Like, you know what I mean? He's Dana White. You already know there's eyes on you the whole time you in that club. Somebody's recording you. Did you hear yeah. that? Did you hear the DJ? The DJ was even mixing it. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't know if y'all caught that. How he was like, "Oh shit, oh shit, oh shit!" Like, <laughs> the DJ <laughs> forgot he was the DJ. He was an announcer for a second. He thought he was in the UFC announcing the fight. Shout oh, out to the DJ. Oh. <laughs> Shout out to the DJ. <laughs> I never Shout out to the DJ. I will never condone a man hitting a woman. And I will never condone women hitting men. You feel me? That's, that's mm -mm. yeah, man. Keep your hands to yourself. She ain't had to do that and embarrass that man like that. I mean, even if, uh, even if she he said something to her and then hurt her feelings, uh, yeah, you know, he just what what Jay Z say in song cry LP. 
That song crack. Yeah. You don't, you don't do a man like that. You don't just pick up and leave and leave and see like that. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> I was just doing them girls. I was going to get right back. That's You know what I'm saying? That's what he had to hit her with. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He had to hit her with the song crack. Um, he said some other things, but it, uh, at that point, you know, I kind of tuned out because it, it all sounded like excuses. Uh, I was drunk. Oh, I don't remember. And then, you know, the TMZ, uh, they kind of feed it to, oh, you were drunk, weren't you? Huh? You was on drugs, weren't you? You didn't pick it. You didn't remember none of that that night, did you? He remembered everything. <laughs> he remembered everything. I bet you he remembered that slap, especially that next morning. But, uh, man, I, I hate to see that. Uh, I hope that they work together. They've married. They've been married for a long time. Um, man, work on your relationships, man. To keep your hands to yourself. Me and I went, huh? Uh, work, just work on communicating better. You know what I'm saying? I'm up here giving life advice on the podcast. Fellas, <laughs> man, uh, it has been a great show. A lot of stuff going on. Uh, I got to give, I got to go ahead and go into a segment real quick. Uh, LP, it's been a lot of stuff going on in wrestling, brother. Uh, you got to let me know from SmackDown, from Raw, and New Japan, AW, what was your best damn wrestling moment? Uh, it was kind of hard because, you know, there, there's been a lot of good moments. Uh, but I gotta say, when we spoke on it earlier, the match, the two matches that Solo Sokoa had on both shows, I would say they are tied for the best moment. So that dude is really coming up, and he's actually wrestling uh, and showing everybody that he's he's not just somebody they threw in there because of his because of his bloodline or because who his family is. He really shows like, look, I'm the truth. So like, I'm better than my brothers. Like low, like low key right now, he looked better than Jimmy and Jay. He can beat, he can beat Jimmy for certain. I ain't gonna say Jay yet, but he can beat Jimmy ass. I love. I, 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 give, give me a couple of weeks, I might put him above Roman. Because to be perfectly honest, you know Roman. Roman that's, they kind of go back to what we said earlier. Roman and John Cena, damn, they got the same five moves. Roman, ain't, Roman ain't got no huge set neither. So Solo shows a lot more than Roman, and Solo was adding, Solo was adding to his, you know, he started adding to the Umaga stuff. That's just adding to it. Once he yep. gets a submission, all he need now is a submission. That's the only thing he doesn't have. Like Solo is the future, so I really hope they, uh, if they push stuff like like they should, Solo and let's like I said, Montez Ford, like these are guys who can be the future. But if WWE writes like they know known to write, they ain't gonna be. Yeah, man, I think uh, Solo was poised to be. Uh, yeah, I think he's supposed to have a great year to see him at. He stays healthy and and just stay down, uh, stay around Sammy. I think that they can really uh, create some really great matches and moments with Solo Sokoa. Uh, LP. You mentioned it a little bit earlier, sir. Uh, we have a award for uh, botches. We have an award for moments that are crazy. We have an award for people 
who deserve it? LP, please announce who is receiving your W2F award. What the f What's that? What the f What's that? <laughs> I, I will give the WTF award to whoever decided to bring Charlotte Flair back on a TV show versus a pay-per-view. Whoever decided to write that in and have Ronda Rousey lose her belt on a televised TV show after she's been gone for eight months to bring her back, they they need some help. They need some mental help. They need they need some counseling. They need some. They need to go back to film school. They need to go back to writing school. If you're gonna bring Charlotte Flair back, at least bring her back right. Bring her back at the Royal Rumble. Let her let her highlight the show. She's Charlotte Flair. She's not some of these. Uh, she's not an NXT call up. <laughs> They'd be bringing NXT call up on SmackDown on the regular shows. So whoever decided to make that decision was another horrible decision on WWE's part. <laughs> what damn? I gotta say it like that. Steph, Showtime. Who is getting your WTF award? <laughs> For the next week, my WTF award is going to go to Dominic Mysterio. Bobby, I can't make it in jail. I can't make it, no. <laughs> oh, man. The soggy is stuff, the soggy. Hey, uh, I got to admit, though, when Don told me he did a hard time, that that was funny. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, did you know? Hey, did you notice the teardrop he had drew on his face? Yeah, now the that was a teardrop. That was that was that was hilarious. Now, now if they keep if they start adding some of that to it, I might I might jump on his board because that was he told me did a hard time. That killed. Oh man. He went from jail to prison in like two days. How did that even happen? <laughs> what did you do, Dominic? Dang. Uh, man, he did hard time. And like Dominic Mysterio said, jail changes a man. And we will see what those changes <laughs> in Dominic is. Uh, the boy is looking rough and tough uh, with Afro puffs. And I don't like it, man. He got this teardrop. That, I don't know if they drew that on or if he actually got that tattoo. They're going to have to draw it on every week and it's going to get smudged. I promise you. Um, I'm just saying just Dominic is about as good as a used condom. Uh, he's super soggy, super wet. I don't like it, uh, but we'll see where this new uh, <laughs> where this new Dominic goes in the future. Fellas, what beautiful people invest damnation it has been a great show fellas let me go around the room real quick and uh let the beautiful people know what you got going on and where can they find you chef uh you can find me on facebook you can find me on twitter and instagram at chef showtime oh and I'm start making videos and sending them out, showing some videos of cooking tutorials. You know, I'm trying. You know, <laughs> you know, go have some fun. All right, so beautiful people, 
we will have the premiere of Chef Showtime uh, cooking in the kitchen next week uh, with some more best damn recipes from the Chef Showtime. LPZ, the dawn of the best damn wrestling podcast. What do you have going on, sir? And where can the people find you? All right, as always, you can excuse me. Oh, excuse me. Oh, some of that uh, Sasha Banks stuff started to still come back in me a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me on Instagram on one click photography shoots. Make sure you add the S spell the word one out. Um, it's, you know, I do photography full time. That's where you can find me and everything I got going on. You can find on that page. Awesome, awesome. Uh, and beautiful people, if you are watching, um, we are going to do a new segment on the show featuring small businesses. So if you know a small business owner, if you have a women on a woman owned business or a black owned business or a Korean owned business, if you have a small business at all, if you are an entrepreneur, hit us up to be featured on the show. Uh, we're a great platform. We're growing and we're trying to help people helping people. So uh, we're going to do a small business minute. Uh, probably going to start next week. So stay tuned for that. So you can find all kinds of products, services in a community near you. Uh, I am Brian Renegade. You can find me on all platforms at Brian Renegade. And if you want to follow the show, you can follow us on Instagram at the best damn wrestling podcast. You can follow our Facebook group at the best damn wrestling nation. You can follow our Facebook page at the BD wrestling podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at best damn crew. You can follow us on Twitch at the best damn wrestling podcast. And you can follow our TikTok at best damn wrestling podcast. And if you want to support the show, you can do so by joining our Patreon. Go to www.patreon.com backslash the best damn wrestling podcast to support the show. For only $5. $5. That's a drink, some fries, and a burger. You can join the best damn nation and support your boys. You can get cups, you can get mugs, you can get shirts, you can get hoodies, you can get all kind of goodies. So join the best damn nation at www.patreon.com backslash the best damn wrestling podcast. Fellas, great show as always. I'm excited for what this new year brings. Can you leave the beautiful people with a final word. Chef, do you have a final word for the people? Final <laughs> word would be unmute your microphone. That would be the final word. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> My bad. <laughs> uh, mine is don't go swimming with stone boots for 300, sir. Don't go swimming with stone boots. I don't even know where you would find stone boots, but don't go walking in wet cement and then go swimming after that. I guess that would that would make sense. Uh, 
LPZ, do you have a final word or word of advice for the people? Uh, the smallest pebble can start an avalanche. Confucius saying <laughs> the smallest pebble can cause an avalanche. Uh, I think my word of advice would be always lead with love and there's nothing better than a peace of mind whether it's in your house in your relationship even with yourself make sure you find where your peace is where your peace lies so that way you can spread it to the loved ones around you Beautiful people, best damn nation. We will see you next week on the next best damn wrestling podcast. Fellas, it is always a pleasure. Beautiful people, we bid you adieu.